We're doing this podcast from the, I think, the third dining table I've owned since living here. Wow. Are we recording <laughs> like, now? Yeah, we, of course we oh, are. Oh, Because I keep you selling them. sneaky sneak. I keep selling my dining table. I think this is yeah. my favorite one. It's the perfect size. I think dining table, you know, it's funny because we've had like the full little office set up. the office. I love a dining table. I do love a dining I table. We look at each other eye to eye. It's good. Right here. It's making, good. Sweet love eyes. Hi, Jenny. Hello. How are you? I'm. I'm just kidding. Terrible. No, I'm not going to answer that. I was, was a joke. <laughs> Never answer that question. Never ask it. Um, hi, I'm Jenny Zagrino, and I am still a comedian. Existentially, real, existentially, don't know who I am, but career-wise, I still do comedy. <laughs> In theory. Well, uh, I'm Kat Eves, and I am a stylist. Uh, when there's not a strike, and there's styling work. <laughs> So what a time. Double strike. Double strike. Double strike. We are taping this and there is currently a double strike. Mm -hmm. SAG and WGA. WGA has been on strike for close to three months now. Yeah. And SAG just struck last Saturday. Yeah. Or last Friday. It's a short. It's two. two, I don't know. We're not far off. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. We're a week in. So Mm -hmm. I have not gone to the picket yet. I just got back from Vegas. Yeah. Where you were. At the Rio. Doing uh, scab work. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding, Sag. Don't don't revoke her. Here's the thing is that now with all of this, I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of actors who are going to get into comedy. Oh, yeah. And they're going to tour and they're going to be like, why not? I'm like, watch, oh, keep your eye on OnlyFans, keep your eye on, I mean, you're already there, you're like I'm already the there. curve. Keep your eye on OnlyFans, keep your eye on like... Patreons, yep. podcasting, keep Lots your eye on podcasting. so much podcasting. And, you know, can you blame them? People got to make a living. I agree. So I think there's going to be a lot of celebrity books coming out in the next couple of years because yep. people are writing right now or... They're getting quick deals that are fast-tracked right now. I think there's going to yeah. be, like, other media. You know what could happen is just more celebrities like The Rock donated. Mm-hmm. The Rock donated a huge amount Yeah. to... There is a fund for actors. Um, I don't remember it, but figure it out. You Google, do your own research, yeah. and you can find it. Um, I sure fucking wish that there was something, some kind of fund for all of the other people who are in solidarity, but not actually on strike. Because <laughs> there's no I money mean, for Kat. You? <laughs> there's no money for the rest of us. All the crew people, all the people who never had a chance of making big money. Uh, Wait, okay. No money for us. The Rock made a seven-figure donation. I mean, that's pretty... I Listen, and I am not discounting this at all. So He's great. the best. I just also was like, God, I wish there was, like, a grip fund. I like, you There know. are... I mean, there are... Okay, does the style... Does styling have we a don't, union? We don't have a union. What union There's would you be part of? Costume design, so 705. Okay. So, you know, but I'm not... I'm not in a union because I'm a stylist. Yeah. And there is no stylist union in any way. Well, um, there's no comedian union, so... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because so, 
we I think comedians are um, naturally uh, made to scab. We were raised to be scabbed. Yeah, the first people out of the gate to be like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to scab. TikTok we're all comedians. fucking. T- it was. It was. Oh my God. I don't know if you saw Francesca Ramsey. Bless oh, her. love of my life. I love Francesca. Oh my God. I keep up with her stuff. She's so. Everyone go follow her. She's so talented. She's uh, also my neighbor. Oh, she is. Um, yeah, but that's all I'll say. Well, let's go knock on her door. Let's go right now. I'm gonna knock on my door. But um, yeah, so she's been doing great translations yeah, for everyone yeah. to understand what's going on in the scabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I kind of went on a rant about this on my Instagram about like how we don't have a union because comedians are so willing to take the the lowest right. bar to just get stage time because we've been... Yep. Convinced that, like, that's all that matters. Yeah. Is stage time. Yeah. Stylists don't have a union for, I mean, it's kind of a complicated thing, right? Because yeah. technically we could all join 705. And there's a lot of people who ultimately do. Yeah. Um, it's a gateway to the 705. Or you're on a project <laughs> that flips or whatever, and yeah. then you get it. But um, it's complicated because a lot of us are also just, we're really more like small business owners. It's like, yeah. I do work with people outside of film and TV. So. Yeah. Comedians, uh, the only thing I will say is, like, if you're a comedian, you're not, it's not the same as being someone who's a crew member on a thing. Yeah. You know, so you can still work. You're still in comedy rooms and whatever else. And I'm over here, like, can someone think of the stylists? You know? Please please. think of stylists. Who will think of the PAs? (laughs) You know? That is true. The PAs don't have a union either. They really should. I know. They're the fucking backbone. I, I think having come from working crew enough. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm always like, well, oh, man, people treat some crew just like oh, such shit. I know. I don't get it. I'm like, you realize that like you, every single person who's on set is vital to yeah. the project. So I don't understand people who come in and like treat it like, oh, you know, this person is more important than ev- and everybody else can go fuck themselves. It's like, no, fuck off. Like, yeah, you can't do your job if that PA can't get you X, Y, Z by whatever time. Yeah. So. Treat your PA with the same level of respect you treat everybody else. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that was a rant, but that's yeah. my thing. Great rant. Thanks. Great I think rant. people agree with it. And I think a lot of people agree with it. When I run for president of the PAs, I hope you'll think of me. Um, <laughs> vote for of the, me. Of the PAs of all of them? I've never been a PA, No union? Okay. <laughs> I've never. been a PA. It's shit. Yeah. I've, it's, I've, been, a, I've been a stylist Millie. assistant, but I've never been a PA. I like Millie is just wandering and she's... She clearly like want. She's like doing the thing where like she wants to get picked up. Oh, she's like, come on. But come she doesn't. On. But it's she a, doesn't. It's oh. a lie. She's like, but don't touch me. I'm not sure she knows where she. She's <laughs> all, make me float into your lap and also don't touch yeah, me. Yeah, don't touch me. Oh, she's over there, man. She's just having a day. She's an old lady. Listen, yeah. You know what? She's here, and that's yeah. We got what our matters. co-producer Millie. Co-producer Millie. Yeah. Um. Do you know? I learned something about dogs the other day that I think is the cutest thing, and I'd like to share some bit of good Please news. Please share. Um, do you know that after a dog eats, if you see them sort of like do a little dance and they like shake around and they like, you know, kind of like they just look really, yeah. they do a little dance. They do these like little movements. Yeah. That is called, there's a word, well, it's two words for it. It's contentment ceremony. They have a contentment yeah. ceremony? Yeah. Oh. 
when they're all like doing their little post eating happy dance. Oh my god! It's a contentment ceremony. That is very cute. Does Millie content? Yeah, I think she does. Mostly she shakes, but I think you know, Lupe's just excited. She's done. She's like, "All right, where's the next? <laughs> where's the next meal?" Lupe's like, "I want more. I want more." I want more. Where is it? Um, well, okay. So, yeah. So, we're in a double strike time. Double strike time. Um, I'm coming up. I don't know about you, but I'm trying to come up with clever ways to make some money while this is happening. I am too, yeah. I will say I was very, um, lucky in that just before the strike, I got a gig in. Mm. Uh, was a game show. And then... This okay. This interesting thing happened. I have to share this because it's a little bit of good news and like maybe like something is looking out for me in the world. Mm-hmm. So I was supposed to go to do a weekend in Batavia, Illinois, and then the production company said, "Well, we were going to offer you more, um, but you were gone." And I was like, "I would much rather stay home and take this gig." Yeah. So I'll cancel if I have to. And so we waited, wow. and then they were like, "No, we can't give you mm. that date." So I was like, "Oh, I'm so sad." I just lost a bunch of money. And then turns out the strike would have happened on the exact day that I would have been filming. So oh. not only would I have been out that money, but I would have been out the Batavia money as oh, well. Oh, wow. So it actually ended up being a real gift that oh, I couldn't good. do that. So Oh, good. So there you go. Yay. Everything worked out. The universe provides. And the universe provided in its real fucking shitty way. Wax on, wax off. Man. I, I love it. Yeah. The universe is like, hey, would you like this $1,500? But we're going to destroy your entire life in the process. <laughs> but for $1,500. I'll do anything. Okay. I mean, that's almost rent. <laughs> not quite. but Nope. In some parts of the country it is, but not here. Oh, man. My friend sent me a listing for an apartment in my neighborhood. Oh, no. Oh, well, yeah. I was, what was like, it? I mean, it was a beautiful apartment. Okay. It was probably the same size as mine, if I had to guess. And... It was thirty. It was just under thirty four hundred dollars. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Yeah. Okay. I'm tangent, and then we'll go. We'll cut to whatever we came here to talk about. But <laughs> I got into it. Not we didn't get into. It. We were. You know, you, you talk to a friend. You're like, oh, we're agreeing on the same thing. On like this idea that it's so crazy that like six figures is paycheck to paycheck for people, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like. Yeah, well, we live in the most expensive city. Right. So anyone who's like, oh, you make six figures, like, okay, sure. Why don't you just go double your rent, Wichita, Kansas? Right, exactly. Double your rent, double everything you pay for, and then you tell me if 60 grand is cutting it. My favorite thing is how much the middle class gets judged. Mm -hmm. Like, how much that people who are just literally like, I'm just trying to fucking exist, Mm -hmm. are just judged so harshly about... Like, I can't believe you pay that in rent. Well, yeah, that's how much it costs to live in my city. If I want to go live in fucking Van Nuys in the middle of absolutely dog shit plus, like, ape shit. Wow, Van Nuys people are really going to come after you. They are. I'm just saying, if I want to live in one specific spot that happens to be to my next door neighbor on one side is dog shit and the other side is ape shit. You know, I'm just saying there's there's good blocks in Van Nuys, and then there's also blocks where the airport is right over your head. Exactly. So, it's um, also, yeah, and this concept of, like, well, if you don't like it, move. I'm sorry. Right. That's where my industry is. Right. But, like, the rent I pay now, which is already too much, yeah. that's how much it is to live there. 
to live yeah. in the place I just the imaginary place I just described it's the same fire oh same yeah Pr- uh, yeah so, pretty much so that's the thing is it's like well I don't know I guess if I move to like fucking Hemet and live four hours away I've been to Hemet okay it's pretty and, yeah okay but it's far out there it's a drive there's nothing and it's hot yeah also it's that it's hot in Hemet well and you pay all that money in air conditioning then I know happens, you know what I mean <laughs> I don't know. I just, it's it's getting a little old to me, that argument. I'm like, no, this is not a problem of like, oh, people don't know how to live within their means. This is like, nobody is doing anything about the rent. No, yeah. They're not doing They're just like, we just need to build more housing. I'm like, I don't even know if it's that, like, yes, I'm sure that's true. Yes. But also, how about every time a new apartment comes up for rent, landlords can't raise it $1,000, you know, yeah. or whatever. Like, how about that? How about... Some regulations on what the rent can be, yeah. the average rent can be for the city. How about raising uh, our wages? That how could about? also. How crazy would that be? Oh, that's crazy. That's yeah. a crazy idea. I mean, I'm freelance. You should so ask Elon Musk about this. Hello, Mr. X. X. What do you think Mr. about X? What do you think about the rollout of of Twitter? I'm sorry, X. <laughs> Well, I have a currently have a job that is a social media gig mm-hmm. and I need to use Twitter to make sure that I have the correct amount of uh, characters. Uh-huh. But the minute I can delete it, I'm deleting the shit yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. good. I don't need I don't need more like Nazi um right people but sympathizers, Nazi sympathizers. Yeah, the, the like transphobic cisgender transphobic is a slur. Cis is a slur. Like it's you know. come get get fucked, please. I they're just so. It's so funny. Like they are so sensitive. I think. But they pay. That's the thing. I know they they'll, do. They'll fucking pay. That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, they're gonna they're starting to get paid on Twitter. So you can become an influencer on Twitter now who gets paid. They have a whole Ooh. model for that. But you know who's who they're paying. Yeah. Ooh, Ben Shapiro. Right. Those kinds of people. Oh, yeah. You're correct. Yeah. Yep. So, and this is the other thing that's an interesting side of this, though, that could change everything. So, a lot of people, I don't know why this isn't a bigger headline. I think because it came in right before the X change. Okay. So, now there are Twitter influencers who are getting paid by the platform based on their engagement. So if you see something from a some shit pot hater, yeah, and you go and you respond to it or you retweet it with your response or whatever or you you know any kind of comment anywhere in that thread, they are getting paid for that. Ooh, right? So it changes things, right? Cuz it's like, well, I don't want to engage with that. Yeah. But then you create I, I it's it's really interesting. There's so much that like that might be a, like it might be good on one hand because be. people will just learn the the thing that they've never learned yeah. in the entire world of social media that when you engage with something you bump it in the algorithm right if you don't like something don't comment right. don't retweet it with your witty fucking repertoire whatever yeah. don't do it leave it alone yeah and it will die right but well, speaking of which, by the way, so... Uh, Who's going to die? <laughs> Who's going to die? I said it will die, and you go, speaking of which. Well, no. I, okay, well, you know. I mean, me, eventually. You Fair. also. We all die. Everyone. Lupe. Yeah. Not Millie, though. No, <laughs> she's going to live forever? Yeah. That's rough for her. I know. It is really... I feel bad for her, but that's just what's going to happen. So you know about this new movie, Sound of Freedom? <laughs> yeah, about how it's... Uh, Fucking uh, getting sold out 
someone's buying up all the tickets. People are going. I don't know who's buying the tickets. I don't know. But but here's the thing about this movie. And probably you're right. Um, So for anybody who doesn't know, Sound of Freedom stars Jim Caviezel, who is apparently QAnon adjacent. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's um, he's a um, passion of the Christ. He's passion of the Christ. Right. Like he's he's somewhere on the right. We know that. Yeah. Here's the thing that's interesting, though. So there's somebody uh, on Instagram. Oh, shit. I knew this was going to happen. I should have written it down. (laughs) He has a name that I'm forgetting right now, but it's... um, Mr. X. I'll come back to it. Uh, It's a person I follow. Anyway, I'll find it. I'll find it afterwards. Um, There was an argument made on Instagram uh, about people on the left jumping to conclusions about Sound of Freedom. And I thought that this was like a really interesting... I was not prepared for it from the source this came from. Okay. He is this person who's like constantly calling out corporations. He's like all about health. Like it's... He's different. He's like been up until this moment Mm -hmm. very much like super left, super whatever. So for this to come from him, I was like, oh, I have to think about this for a second. Okay. So I thought what was really interesting about it is, you know, there's always this thing of like people on this, there's always the like, oh, there's people on the super left and there's people on the super right and they're all crazy and whatever else. Yeah. What I found really interesting about his perspective on this movie is he's like, I went to see it for myself because I wanted to know what is, what's really happening. The All of the headlines that are out there right now are about like how... You know, QAnoners believe in the whole adrenochrome conspiracy. So basically, this this movie is about child trafficking. Mm-hmm. And we already know all the crazy lunatic uh, child trafficking stuff, right? Yes. Like, oh, that like Wayfair was... Do you know? Do you remember that? Oh, I do remember that. That Wayfair Look, thought... it is that- weird that, that that cabinet was called Madison and it was $12,000. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'm going to say it was weird. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say what it was, mm-hmm. but it was weird. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I got a, I got the Starbucks frappuccino that um, you have to chew. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You got a chewy frapp? I got a chewy frapp. It's a Java chip. <laughs> if I get a frapp, I got to get, jo- get a Java chip. I get it. I get I it. I get a Java chip. Um, anyway. So yeah, the, the human trafficking stuff. So I guess that's what the movie's about. It was one of those things where, like, it did give me pause because he's like, why is it there's all these news sources that are basically making these claims about this movie? And he's like, I went and saw that movie, and none of the headlines match any of the content of the movie. Okay. And he's like, you know, they're all talking about adrenochrome and QAnon and all these things. And that it's and they're calling it a Christian film and all this stuff. And he's like, I went and saw it. God has mentioned like twice yeah. in passing. He's like, it's not a Christian film. It's a movie about child trafficking, which is a real problem. Like human trafficking is a real issue. Child trafficking is a real issue. Yes. And man, I sat with this and I was like, fuck. Am I going to have to go see this movie no. now? Like, what am I going to do? Because now I want to know. But here's the thing. This is the thing about it is it, it's based off a guy in mm-hmm. his story. A real man. Mm-hmm. A real man, which has been found to be extremely exaggerated. Mm. So one of the stories that, that this particular guy had, I forget his name, but he joined this child trafficking group. And one of the the stories that he is like 
you know, parades around as like how, having done such a great job. It's later found out, and I think Mother Jones did something, mm. um, but it was or vi- it was Vice related um, that what he totes is like him saving this girl. She actually saved herself. She oh. called the organization and didn't meet with him until like months after when oh. she was already. So and he's since left the organization. <sighs> You're making me feel so much better because I really yeah, don't no, want to fucking see this he's movie. He's since <laughs> left the organization um, and they've been very like sketchy about why he's left. Mm-hmm. And also, too, I've seen on TikTok and again, how much we want to believe, whatever. People have said, you know, that this is I look online and it's sold out and they go to the theater and no one's in the theater. Uh, uh. So there's been like this whole thing about people are buying up tickets. Yeah. And it's not real. So there's enough. I think from what I've read from uh, that, who the actual guy is and how much he's just like exaggerated his role and like come off as this quote unquote hero when, you know, um, it's enough for me where I'm like, it's still to me going to be a QAnon Mm -hmm. propaganda film. Because yes, Mm -hmm. child trafficking is a real thing. It is a problem. It's very bad. but I think there was like there's like the way they frame it. It's QAnon and the, the Dems and all this shit. I, get over it. You're making me feel so much better. Yeah. I needed that because I was seriously in this quandary of like, am I going to have to go fucking pay a $30,000? Because that's how much a ticket is now at the movie there, theater. Oh, it's like a it's like a Swifty. Yeah. yeah. Little Swifty fans. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> to get a one movie ticket is 30000 Is that? That's right. I think I saw yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Things are. Listen, inflation. So crazy. one Coca-Cola, I don't know, <laughs> $85. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's how much it is now. So, oh God, I was like, I, cause I'm obviously I'm going to get a drink when I'm there. You got to get, get popcorn. Cause what, nothing makes me hungrier than child trafficking. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> nothing makes me crave buttered popcorn. Also, whenever you go more to, than right. child trafficking. Each one of them represents, every kernel represents a child. <laughs> And my mouth is the trafficking? Is the that- unpopped ones are every abortion. Oh. <laughs> I like eating those the most. When they're half. The half pop. The half pop. Yeah. Those, that's, on, that's good. That's a botched abortion. That is good. Yeah. Me, yeah me and my, mom, <laughs> my mom and I got into it about uh, abortion yesterday, oh. which actually, by the way, one of the jobs I work for is abortion uh, access front. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, so follow them. They're amazing and uh, doing great. Doing the Lord's work, honestly. You know what? Can and I give a little work shout out too? Because yeah. the things that are keeping us paid during strike time, yeah. one of them for me is a nonprofit as well. It's called Give Us the Floor and it supports, It's a we provide anonymous and safe group chats for LGBTQ teenagers. Ages That's 13 amazing. And 19. Yeah. Give us the floor. I'm also just making sure that I got the name correct on the job I work for. <laughs> Who do I work for? I was like, access abortion front? No, it's abortion access front. Thank you. No, That's abortion. why I was a little distracted. But no, you're doing the Lord's work. Doing it. We're here. We're helping people, marginalized people. That's what we're here for. And and also, too, solidarity to my uh, union. Hells to the yeah. Um, um, speaking of which, we have to have a, like a little burp, 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 moment. Why? For unions because UPS. UPS. Oh my God. Bow, bow, bow. Also like Teamsters, whew. man. Teamsters get shit done. I They're know. scary as fuck. I love <laughs> for that. Can I just say that I love the Teamsters? I will marry a Teamster right now. Yeah. I mean, not they, legally, they do I'm scare still... me. They do terrify me. So what yeah. were the, okay. What was the deal that they struck? 
Uh, I don't, you know what? I don't Sick. know all the details. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I read the headline and I was like, who cares? They won. Yay. Wow. Embarrassing. It's true. Also, my shirt just came up. My titties came it out. It did. It looked kind of cool. I was <laughs> it like, does look kind of cool, right? Let's see. Yeah. You got a bra. We got a bra on, right? It's just a white yeah, bra. You're good. Yeah, it's cute. This and your is a, pale titty. This is the peril of crop. Yeah, it's not my titty. It's a bra. Uh, who can tell the difference when it's a white bra yeah. on this skin, though? No, I, no you, one can. You, you know, when I went to the beach for a week, Jenny, and yeah. I got a tan, and you didn't come. You really that. don't have a tan. No, no, I just look. You have freckles slightly more alive well that's just acne scarring no <laughs> no she's no it's not you just you look you glow a little bit okay thank you yeah you are a little glowy thank you um she's she looks away oh because i'm just millie's just sniffing uh and getting in every corner she's got to sniff every corner listen she millie is mostly blind and mostly deaf now yeah or at least partially of each and she she just looked at me like, how dare you talk about me? Lupe just, said, shut the fuck I up. I just looked at her, and she looked at me and started <laughs> she barking. She started barking. Lupe, Dog. Did you guys miss, did everybody miss producer Lupe and <laughs> Millie? I think you did. Lupe. Lupe's mad, and nobody knows why right she now. She just started barking she no did. reason. She just got up and barked towards you. I don't know. Maybe there's ghosts. There could be. Uh, there could be. Well, okay, so... Back on track. Where were we? Do we know? Um, we unions. don't know anything about unions. We don't know. Well, we know about unions, but we don't. I don't know the specifics of the UPS. Deal. No, but it's fine. It's you know what they did it, and that's good. Yeah, and Jimmy Hoffa still missing technically. <laughs> um, I like to think that Jimmy Hoffa would be cheering wherever he is right now, even though he wasn't a very good yeah. man. Al Pacino played Jimmy Hoffa, right? He sure did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he did. Uh, Future dad, Al Pacino. Future daddy. Okay, can we? Can I ask you how you feel about this? Because I, I mean, really wanted to ask you how you feel about. She's how old is she? So, Al, so for people who don't know, Al Pacino has impregnated a twenty-nine-year-old woman. No. Wait, do you know who her ex is? Who's her? I'm sorry, ex? her ex is who? Mick Jagger. Oh my god! And the man with a thousand-yard stare. Who's the man with a thousand-yard stare? Um, Eastwood, Clint Eastwood. Ew. Clint Eastwood. Ew. Mick Jagger. No. Al Pacino. I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. It's fine. Al Pacino's sperm is, he's in his 80s. Yeah, well. That sperm coughed all the way to that egg. Look. Like, he's still he's still stacking it. It was, it was leaving dust. It doesn't, I know. How? (laughs) Honestly, science is amazing. Because he's Al Pacino. We can't keep women's uteruses from falling out, but we can keep a dick hard. We'll keep Al Pacino's well dick. Into, we can keep Al Pacino's Al dick Pacino's hard. Al Pacino's dick is hard. Well, oh, man. I mean, I, I wonder how his, his kids who are like our age feel. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dad's doing what? I don't know. If I was, if Al Pacino was my dad, I think I would sue that woman for like elder abuse. <laughs> I think I would. I think I'd be I don't so know. Mad. I'd be like, Dad, you know. And he's probably like, yeah, I know, whatever. Actually, it's kind of the opposite because I feel like if anybody's fucking an, an 80-year-old man, like... A 29-year-old? He's, Al Pacino's not stupid. No. I, he's... I, you know what? It's funny because this whole time I've been kind of a hater. Not kind of. I've been directly yeah. a hater. Right now I'm like, you know what? I hope I'm fucking 29-year-olds in my yeah. 80s. Why not? I don't, yeah. ho- I don't hope I'm alive in my 80s, but like... 
if I'm in my 80s and some young little thing wants to fuck, right? Fine. I'm not marrying you, but I'll fuck you. Yeah. There I'll you put go. a baby in you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, I mean, I don't know how I would do that. No, I don't know either. <laughs> but if I could, I feel like today I'm gonna be a little. I'm gonna be contrarian a little bit to some of your. Not I can't contrarian, wait. But I'm, I'm gonna give you new perspective on some things. I really can't wait. Okay, okay, so let's. So we got. I got some topics to get into. We've okay. been very pop culture today. Yeah. So we obviously you know, we've been gone a while, and now we're back in action. Yeah. Uh, we all went through our uh, separate things. It was a dark time. Dark time. It was a dark time. We don't need to get into it. Yeah. Nobody needs us to uh, open up all the things. No. And all the wounds. You can use see our Instagrams. Yeah. If you follow Jenny's Instagram, <laughs> you're well aware. Uh, I apparently, I will say one thing that did happen for me. What? Was that I posted something on Instagram. It, you ever see that thing that's like you can send an anonymous message through? Yeah. So I posted a thing on my Instagram stories where people could send me anonymous messages. And someone was like, what happened to your husband? He oh, disappeared. No. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess I didn't announce that I'm divorcing. Oh, yeah. On Instagram. So yeah, that's true. It's so weird how people do that. Like it was such a, I was like, okay. And they said, not that it's my, any of my business. I'm like, correct. What if it was, what if it was your husband? Who it did was that? Rob who did it. it. Rob. Oh man. Oh. I know. But I will say, I just want to, to anybody who's listening, because I've heard from a lot of different people oh, since that happened. Last October was when it started. Um, or when he left. Uh, I've heard from a lot of people who've been like, I'm going through this or I'm close to this or whatever. I do want to just say that a really kind and loving separation and divorce is possible. Yes. And I am proof. Yes. Rob and I have had the kindest separation you can imagine. Yes. So I just talked to my mother-in-law the other day. Well, ex-mother-in-law. Like, it's, it's totally possible. Yeah. So I just want to put that out there because I think that uh, apparently I didn't announce it on Instagram, so I'll announce it on my podcast. But also I think that people are always like, oh, God, it's going to be it has to be so ugly. It has to be so expensive and so painful. And it is it's going to hurt. But yeah. like you don't have to make it worse. You do have a choice. Yeah. So I agree. Um, so we've got some pop culture things today. Let's get into happier stuff. OK. That none of these are <laughs> there's something. I don't know. All right. OK. So the first thing is BB Rexa. You know who she is? I don't. So BB Rexa is a um, uh, wow. She's a pop star, but in my head, I was I was like, don't okay. say porn star. I don't know why. Porn star on the brain. Are they a porn star? No, they're not a okay. porn star. BB is a pop star. Okay. Um, singer and BB has recently broken up with her boyfriend of three years, and okay. then she posted a screenshot to social media of a conversation she had with him. So one of the things to know, and actually, no, it's not a conversation with him. It's just a text from him, and it's a okay. whole wall. Ooh. I'm going to read you pieces of it, because okay. otherwise it's a book. Okay. But, um, but the the context here is she posted this, and um, BB Rexa has gained weight recently. Yes. And she's gained, I, I don't know how much, it's not, my, it's not important how much she's gained, mm-hmm. but she has come out uh, to talk about Basically, I guess, not that, again, not that it's anybody's business, but she has spoken about it. She has PCOS. Yeah. One of the big side effects of PCOS is weight gain. Yes. And PCOS is one of those things that, like, it's polycystic ovary syndrome and, yeah. or ovarian syndrome. And, it, well, it's a woman issue, so no one will ever 
doing right. about it. And nobody believes that it's real. And anybody yeah. who doesn't know a fucking thing about PCS, PCOS will look at somebody with it and be like, you just need to diet and exercise. Yeah. Um, Whitney Waythor, the woman who is on My Big Fat Fabulous Life on yes. TLC, she has PCOS. So we have examples out there now of people who have it. We know that it is something that, like, you know, you can be eating nothing but fruits and vegetables or whatever. It's like, it's not important. We shouldn't even be talking, yes. going down that route. Yeah, you don't, need, you don't need to qualify it. No, you don't need to qualify it. But weight gain is a side effect of it, and it's actually very hard to push back against. And yeah. so... But it is one of those things that people judge anybody for so hard. They're like, oh, don't blame the illness. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, no one, be- no one, just no one in general believes uh, women's pain is real. Right. That's it. Also, if you gained weight because you were depressed, that should technically be super valid. Yeah. And but it's I not. mean, but it's not. No. It's, it's like not. the same as like if you like, uh, stay big after you have a baby people are like what right why aren't you trying to not right you, how's your husband ever gonna fuck you again? right exactly no valid reason uh, ever must be you're thin. so gross yeah must be thin for all time yeah so anyway so now we're here so bb has broken up with her boyfriend of three years and she posted a screenshot of a text from him I want to read this to you because okay. I think one of the things we do not get with this is any of the context around it. Okay. So I want your reaction. That is one thing that is important with, when reading these texts yes. is what's the context. Yes. Because there's been a lot of there's screenshots a lot of, of lot breakup of texts text coming lately. out. Mm. I just am like, I don't, I, sometimes I'm like, I don't know that I need to wade into these waters, but here we are. Okay. So... Her ex said, hey, I never said you weren't beautiful, and I never said I didn't love you. Mm. Okay. In fact, I said how beautiful you are and how much I loved you, but I always said I would be honest with you, and your face was changing, so I told you it was. That was the conversation we were having, and you asked. Okay. Because I care, would you rather I lied to you? You gained 35 pounds. Obviously, you gained weight and your face changes. Should I just pretend it didn't happen and that it's okay? Come on. I gained three pounds and you call me chubs and fat. Doesn't mean you don't love me. If you're trying to find reasons to break up, this makes sense, but it's not the real reason. If you're unhappy with me, yourself, or with life and don't see a future with us, then that's okay and that's the reason. So then he, you know, he goes on from there of like, don't weaponizing don't weaponize your anxiety and things like that. Okay. Okay. So, there's a lot to unpack there, is, it, is there not? You know, uh, to me, I guess, to me, it actually just sounds like here is someone who, let's just say, they're they, clearly by the what he's saying, they're both living in the world of fat phobia, right? Mm-hmm. So they both are like, yes. she's asking, have I gained weight? And then she's insulting him if mm-hmm. he gains weight. And so she's asking for these things and he's telling her the truth of yeah. whatever, you know, he thinks. Um, so I'm seeing it as like in the context of them living in the fat phobic world that they live in, I actually don't really think that there's that much of a problem. Hmm. He's being very like, I said, I said you were beautiful. You asked yeah. me a question. I gave it to you honest. Yeah. And you have been crueler to me in the, under different circumstances. Yeah. And also, too, there's something deeper. Like, he's very acknowledging that, like, there's something deeper here. Right. And if you're going to make it about your weight, like, fine, but it's it's not about that. Yeah. So I think in that context, 
I don't think there's anything wrong in the context of me looking at it as someone who is trying to fight fat phobia, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, uh, I guess it's kind of shitty, but it doesn't even, it doesn't even feel that shitty. This to me feels like there's a flag on both sides of the field. Yes. Like I look at this and I'm like, okay, you can I just say you a little chocolate chip on your tooth. Oh, <laughs> I'm saving it. Mm. Chew. Don't forget to chew your drink. Mm, I got to chew my drink. <laughs> I like a drink I can chew. Um, you know, it's like a smoothie, except no vegetables or fruits. Yes. <laughs> Just chocolate chip. Just chocolate. It's a chocolate smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> we used to call it a milkshake. Now we call it a frappuccino. Yeah, it's just a chocolate shake. Okay. Um, so this is why I'm fat, and I like it. <laughs> um, okay, so, I, yeah, I think that there's a flag on both sides of the field. I think yeah. that... Um, what he reveals is that she's she's guilty of the same thing that yeah. she's calling him out for. Yes. So I think it's really interesting that she chose to post this screenshot. It's such a long text that there's like part of me. Why why is she posting it? Right. There's like part of me that thinks that she like it's almost like maybe she forgot because it's such a long text. Yeah. That there's that meat in the middle that's like, you do this too, by the way, yeah. you motherfucker. <laughs> you know, it's like it doesn't make her look good to me. I don't think I don't think it makes well okay, this is what I am thinking and it gets it's gonna lead into the Jonah Hill text mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. Is like We've all said and done things in relationships that we regret. Amen. That were stupid. And we yeah. regret. I've sent so many crazy texts before. <laughs> Actually, today. <laughs> so today I was talking to uh, my friend and this idea of like me, mean things I've done came up. You're good. Okay, thanks. She just checked her teeth, look, everybody. I just Beautiful. My teeth. I had to look. Of mean things I've done. And I remember so clearly, and this is like such a regret I have in my last relationship. I was 22. Mm-hmm. I had a surprise birthday party for my boyfriend at the time, and none of his friends showed up. Oh, no. And I tweeted. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, it's bad. I tweeted, I had a surprise birthday party for my boyfriend. Surprise. None, he doesn't have any friends. Oh, no. Yes. Very mean. I was upset. I was annoyed that none of his friends showed up. And in my head, I was like, this is more of a shit for him or to his friends. Mm-hmm. But he was really generally hurt by it. Yeah. But if you tweeted that now, like if that came out, it's like it's yeah. going to look fucking horrible. Yeah. And we've all done that. We've all said and done dumb shit. Absolutely. And especially, too, if, like, you're in the heat of breaking up. Mm-hmm. Woo, look out. I know. Oh, my God. I've I The know. craziest things have come out. I've said crazy things. So it's like, why release this shit now? I know. We've all said weird shit. And also, too, like, there is something a little sinister about releasing private texts. I agree. Yeah, I agree. You know, we're going to get into the Jonah Hill thing in a second. And um, I, man, I got so many feelings about that one. But I think I, I, it doesn't feel good to me. I think I understand where that like wanting to shoot an arrow yeah. feeling comes from. But I feel like there's got to be healthier ways to get this out. I don't think, you know, this man's not a and I'm not even like trying to protect him at all. It's just more like he's not a celebrity. So. Yeah. It's also like a weird thing when it's a weird like power thing when one of them is famous and the other one's not because yeah. it's not like he has an army of people behind him who are going to defend him too. 
not that like it's it's so tricky yeah I also think I think one of the things that's interesting in this that I wanted to bring to you though is I thought it was so interesting that he alludes to the fact that she asked him about her weight gain yeah and she didn't like the answer clearly yeah but also what a tricky thing and that's one of the things I was thinking about is like if I was in a place where like shit was changing with my body and I wasn't super comfortable with it. I'm trying to think about like what I would do in that moment. I would love to think that I would love to believe. And I was in a marriage where this was true, that if I gained weight, that the person would still love me, be attracted to me, whatever. Mm -hmm. He does not indicate that he was attracted to her. I will say that, although he did say that she was still beautiful. So I guess there's that. I didn't, but I didn't get from him that he wasn't. I think he was, I think he was saying that like, you asked me if you're if you've changed your face has changed. Yeah. Do you want me to say it hasn't? Right. Exactly. I don't. But he didn't say you've been putting on weight and I've noticed. Yeah. And how do you? How am I supposed to try to fuck you if you're right. putting on weight? So to me, I was like, I didn't really hear any of that. I heard someone being like, "You wanted honesty from me." Right. And we both live in a fat phobic mindset. Yeah. Here's my honesty. Yeah. Have you ever, like, if you've gained weight or your body's changed All the or time. I'm going to say all the time. Whatever you're asking, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> have you ever asked a person you're dating? Like, of have you seen, really? Oh, my God. I still ask people. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I, I think it, it's like one of the things I was thinking about is what an uncomfortable place that puts your, the other person. Yeah. Because I don't think that there's actually, like, a winning situation there yeah well I mean if you're asking it's not yeah. like it's not like damn hasn't my body changed right it's like a what's wrong with me right exactly exactly yeah. do you still find me attractive oh my god I you know I really do think that it's such an interesting thing because I can't imagine if my partner asked me that question, yeah. I think I would get up and walk away. Like, I don't think I could answer. I've, okay, so I've since, going through treatment and everything, have been at the point where, like, I will not validate other people's yeah weight loss. Yeah. So, you know, I think we have a couple friends like that who talk about weight loss a lot, mm-hmm. post about it, whatever, and it's just like, <laughs> I'm not... I'm not gonna. Va- I'm. I'm happy for your journey. Yeah. I'm not going to validate. You look great. Yeah. I remember I was home and um, a family member had lost a really significant amount of weight, and I could feel mm. them be like, "Don't you want to say something? <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to point this out? Yeah. And I just was like, didn't say. I didn't say anything. Right. Right. And I was just was like, I like your hair looks good or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So. So there is like that where if my partner asked me, I would probably ask them deeper questions. Mm. And be like, if if my partner was like, do I look like I've put on weight? I'd be like, well, what do you feel about it? Yeah, like what do you, it's funny because like my thought, as soon as you said that, I was like, that's a really good point. I think mine is like, um, what do you want from this conversation? Yeah. Because I will, and I, I have honest answers, and I'm always going to be honest with you. But I also want to know what your intention is in asking this question in the first place. Because mm-hmm. I think that's valid. Because sometimes, I will admit to this, I have done this. I Only when I was younger, 
But like you ever ask a question in sort of a manipulative way because you're kind of like poking the person to get them to fight with you? Yeah. Yeah, it's that. Tell me tell me I've put on weight so that I can get mad at you. And then I can blame you. And then I can blame you. Right. And then I can leave the relationship. Oh, did someone do that in a test? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, clearly you don't, you must not love me or think I'm beautiful. So right. I guess this is just over. I'm going to go find someone who wins. Like, right. Come on. Exactly. What are we doing? Exactly. Yeah. They were together for three years. I. It's hard for me to believe that that's the, like, yeah, thing. Yeah, there's something there's something else a brew in there, but yeah, yeah. Look, if you're gonna ask, be prepared for the answer. Yeah, and I mean, if you don't like the answer, why don't you like the answer? Because you're right. not asking, have I put on weight? You're asking, am I still lovable? And by the way, this conversation that we're having is only made possible by the fact that she put that text out. Yeah, and this is again, I'm not like I don't have the context of their relationship to know anything, yeah. right? It's all speculation. But you put something out like this, people are going to talk. And if you're a celebrity, you fucking want them to talk. So I guess that's good. Yeah. But also at the same time, like, this is that other side of that. If you're, yeah. there are, other, there is a, if you're not, you know, like if you're going to be doing stuff like this, putting stuff out there, there is another side to it, which is that people might not agree with you. People, yeah. it might not reflect as well on you as you want it to. Mm-hmm. I don't think that matters for her. She'll put it in the song. She'll make millions. She'll She's, be fine. She's a very wealthy, doing very well pop star. And she's great. And I love, I actually really enjoy BB Rexa. I think I like her persona. I like, which she's, she's always been pretty body positive. Like, yeah. You know, whatever. But I also think this is one of those things where I was like, yeah, it wasn't like I don't the know best why move. she, I really don't know why she put that. I don't either. Out. I don't either. And, <laughs> you know, so yeah. So moving from BB Rexa though to Jonah Hill. Okay. So Jonah Hill was all the rage with his text to his ex about boundaries and then it started a whole conversational weaponizing therapy talk which is an important conversation mm-hmm. I've done jokes about this before mm-hmm. which then made me mad because I was like well because they weren't finished jokes mm-hmm. I can't you, they, the the universe has taken my concept fuck them but um, again I kind of was like and this was I was kind okay okay so my first initial thought was yeah that's shitty Mm -hmm. and also he's telling you he's shitty yeah in a very clear and succinct way that's true i'm shitty and then i heard the the a different opinion um and it kind of brought back again that whole thing of like why are we releasing this yeah because apparently it was released like just before just after he had a kid yeah um, why are you releasing it? Yeah, I want to know that later. too. Um, what is the, the, he alludes to trust me broken. Mm-hmm. What was the trust issue? And also, again, we True. all send crazy shit and it's like private between two people. Yeah. My, th- okay. I have had a weird feeling about this whole situation for that reason. I think it does not reflect well on him. I yeah. do think he sounds shitty. He sounds controlling. The things that he's, the quote unquote boundaries that he has of like basically like, don't, I saw somebody make a parody song that was like, uh, this guy being like, don't surf near straight men. Like just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it was just, it was really funny as this guy put yeah. it out. Um, I, I agree with the general consensus that like he's controlling 
you know, you you can't just refer to you can't use like therapy speak in this weaponized manner. I, yeah, I agree with all that. I also kind of side with you on that side. Uh, like, I don't. I it hasn't been clear why these texts were released, and there is another woman in this who I can't stop thinking about who like I'm like thinking she's like in my diary no I don't mean it that way I just mean like every time the conversation comes up I'm like Olivia you know I don't know yeah. anyway, I think that well, is her like name. he moved on and is having yeah. a kid yeah. and it just so happens that these came out right and when did they break up uh, it's like been uh, six, six to eight nine it's got to be more than nine months right because of baby yeah <laughs> Right, there's a baby. Work backwards, work, work backwards. backwards, right? So um, like you know, enough time that the, that there's a whole child, a whole human has come up, and that's the thing to me is that like there's another woman involved and there's a child involved, and neither of those people signed up to be a part of this. I guess they did in the sense that they're no, that child didn't. That child just yeah. was born. But you know, I guess in some sense when you're dating. A famous person, some of these things can happen. Yeah. I just also, it doesn't reflect well to me that, like, I think that there's better ways to handle things than putting this shit out. Yeah. In public. What, and also, what are you trying to solve? What are you trying right. to fix? What are you trying to solve? Uh, yeah. Well, like, honestly, there's no, there's no, no one, uh, there was no media uprising. No. Of, of like, Jonah Hill dumped his girlfriend and she deserved it. You know what I right. mean? Right. There wasn't like a poor reflection on her in any way. He yeah. just kept it very private. So, and granted, he could have kept it really private because he was so shitty and awful. But there yeah. wasn't anything that came from this of like, and here's the justice. I even think, you know what? I even think saying he's shitty and awful is too much. He's just a, a controlling dude who's been hurt and. I mean, that's pretty shitty and awful. And we I don't have any... I've, I've been with shitty and awful. I feel yeah. like... Uh, On the scale... I will give him, I'll give him shitty. I'm okay. not going to give him awful. All I'll right. give him shitty. By like, the way... Right, that's shitty. Before, heart, this was extremely heart-shattering for me. I know you love you were a big Jonah Hill fan. Fucking huge Jonah you Hill fan. Him. I follow Jonah Fitz on Instagram that literally <laughs> just tracks his outfits. Like I am a weirdo who loves Jonah Hill. My friend Amy Stratton, she's chief of style yeah. on Instagram. Everybody should go follow her. She's fucking great. Amy was the first but she like immediately sent it to me. She the the news of this. Yeah. She's like, Oh my god. I was like, No and she was like my other Jonah Hill fan. So like between the two of us we were like, Why I think yes, I think that uh he's shitty. Mm-hmm. That's a shitty text. Again, we don't know the context. We don't know she may have cheated on him. We have no idea. Yeah. And then if she okay, if she cheated then then who's then what then what's to say? Yeah. Right? But in in both cases both parties should have known that they probably are not a good fit. Right. And just Joan, instead of like laying those boundaries, should have just been like, I don't think we'd be, a, we're a good match anymore. Yeah. I don't feel like I can trust you. Skibbity bop boop bop. Bye. I, this could, could this be the warning shots that will come later when we find out that Jonah Hill is awful for five other reasons, possibly. Sure. He, he did get outed. Then there was somebody else who said he like, forced them to make out with him at a party or kiss him kiss her kiss him or whatever at a party but like other than that you know I I, you know 
am I, do I have the same crush on Jonah Hill now? No. Do I, <laughs> did it make me think, uh-oh, I need to reevaluate the men I'm attracted to and why? Maybe a little. No, you wouldn't have known, you wouldn't have known that he would send that text anyways. Yes, but I really do like his intensity. I saw his therapy movie and loved it, you know? The therapy movie was okay. I saw part of it and then I was like, all right. I yeah. S- I've I learned enough. See, that might be a normal person. I didn't person. like his hair changing. That was the thing that bothered me the whole time. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's a wig. It was kind of silly. And I was like, that's a fucking wig. Yeah. It's a gross wig, too. It was really, really gross. Bad, it was dude. really weird. Yeah. Um, the wig was weird. You're right. <laughs> no, it was so funny because I was like, I like watched it and was like, it's so good. And then like normal people, I think, are like, okay, that's cool. I mean, there is another pop culture thing I do want to talk about that was not on your list. Oh. And it's the Netflix show, Survival of the Thickest. Oh, God. Oh, no. Hot sweats. (laughs) Have you watched it yet? Hot and cold sweats. I got both of them. Okay. No, I haven't watched it. It's a little like, I keep saying it's like killing me softly. Okay. You know, like the premise of Killing Me Softly is you walk in and there's this guy singing a song and he's actually singing a song all about you, but he's never met you. And it's like, does someone know my secrets? It feels Mm, like that. It's a little weird to have somebody like reflect your life back to you in some way. Like it's a little bit like a fun house mirror. There were, look, I'm on episode three Uh and it's pretty good. I'm going to give Michelle, uh, who is a sweetheart, um, you know, a lot I of, believe it. A lot of uh, high fives. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friends are in it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm so I'm, I'm pro that. Are there were there some roles that I should have been asked to audition for? 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. 100 percent. Yeah. Did I not get the audition because of whatever fucking reason? Whatever. Whatever. Uh, uh, life yeah. is meaningless. But besides <laughs> that. <laughs> There were some things that I was like, oh, I know this from Cat's, oh. from like Cat's Life. Like, just like the things that happen to a stylist. I know from Cat's Life. But it also is kind of, it's, it's also imaginary. Is it also good that I'm in therapy? Because what what kind of fucked up person sees that there's a movie that or a show that is like, this is all about your experience. Yeah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, if someone if someone made a, a movie about a comedian and having to come home because of family tragedy, I'd be like, oh, man, that's kind of my story. Actually, yeah. that did happen. So I was telling a friend about a TV show idea that I have uh-huh. that is bull be in the making once the trauma is better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was like, oh, that's the, basically the show that I'm working on right now. Oh, no. But it's a drama. And I was like, oh, man. Is that somebody somewhere? I don't with know. Bridget Everett. I mean, she's not a comedian in it, but she does go home because her sister. Anyway. Yeah. So I got to watch that now, too. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Is everyone's sister dying? Jesus Christ. You know, yeah. it's a great ploy to move your story. Right. It, yeah. Well, I mean, have I been working on a on a on a series that is about a plus size stylist who has a sexual awakening? I was. <laughs> It could be something else. The good news is that actually at one point we did change it to something else. Yeah. So the sex part stays though. Of course. Yeah. And there's lots of good, there's, a, you know what I like about this? There's lots of good plus size sex in this. Uh-huh. It's very sex positive. Yeah. And it is. Great. It is actually That's very positive. Good. That's exactly 
what I was writing, but that's it's, fine. It's fine. You know what? <laughs> it's okay. You make the changes. You go, you make the changes. Yeah. Things are different. I think we need more than one show that has positive plus size sex, right? I think so. so. And Michelle, Michelle Buteau is perfect for Was it. also the person who we were like, you know who would be great? <laughs> I don't know. Is, is your writing partner friends with her? I, you know what? I think Jonathan you might need to talk to him for a minute and be like, did you just sell me out? I know, right? <laughs> I I don't think so. I don't think we're good. But Jonathan was actually the first person to be like, uh, so. Oh, yeah. I the mean. Plot, I was like, fuck. That has happened. I can't even tell you. I can't tell you three times exactly. Mm. When I've gone into a room to pitch and they've been like, we're working on that exact thing. Yeah. My friend and I went in to pitch an idea of a paranormal um show of like a uh sect of the government that deals with paranormal stuff Mm -hmm. that is that no one wants to deal with Mm -hmm. when they were like yeah no netflix already bought 20 episodes of that um in my opinion you can never have enough paranormal content frankly look i agree um i i was talking to um the like a paul feig has a company that's like very like women artistic centric Mm -hmm. and I was doing a pitch to them and I pitched them something and they were like yeah that's kind of close to something we're already working on and and it's so I'm just like what in the fuck yeah is happening yeah we're out of ideas we're out of ideas completely so the thing is just let me pitch you an idea okay let me hear it okay all right just stay with me here okay it's a shell and it has two googly eyes okay and shoes Oh, man. Is it also trying to find its family? <laughs> Wait, you're telling me that Marcel the Shell already exists? Yes. No. <laughs> I mean, I think that's how, like, maybe we do need AI to generate some new ideas <laughs> for us. It has to be an idea that nobody's ever pitched, you know? Yep. Yep. I mean. Oh, man. Yeah. That is, look, I've, I've seen some, not stories, but some AI-generated stuff, and you got to go, man. Yeah. Especially that, remember I turned myself into a piece of ham? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Canva AI is truly the next. Oh, it's so much fun. Art can't, I will say, like, art AI is pretty fun. It is fun. Is it bad? Yes. But it is very, it is very fun. So fun for stupid things like, I want to change my face into a ham. Yep. Does it do it? Barely. Barely. In a, in a really <laughs> hilarious way. When it gets really good is when I'll be Yeah, we'll, po- we'll post the photo to our Instagram. Oh, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, Jenny is a ham. Fake ham. We also have to put me as a child in a radio. Oh, yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got some good ones. Yep. Um, well, yeah. So Survival of the Thickest. No, I have not watched it yet. Will I? Yes. You should watch it. I'll need some... Look, I did the same shit when Marvelous Miss Maisel came out, and I auditioned for those roles. See, this is... Okay, can we talk about this? Because I think one of the things that people who do not live in this space can't... You you almost... It's not that you can't fathom it. It's that it is... There is something about living in L.A. and driving down the street and seeing someone you've dated on a billboard. (laughs) Right? It is weird. It's fucking it weird. Is super weird. Wait, which one was, who did you date? You, billboard. I mean, you know, but like, it's, oh yeah, I do know. And they're lovely. <laughs> and I'm actually very happy for them. So, like, whew, 
thank God I'm happy for them. But like, <laughs> but I think about that. Like I, I used to have a roommate when we first moved here who dated a very, very famous A-lister person and she would have to see his face everywhere yeah. all the time, constantly. Like there are memes with his face on it. Like he is, ooh. Yeah. Okay. He's big, famous, 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 famous. Okay. That is something, that is definitely a weird thing. And also to, yeah, just being like, oh, I know that. Like just yeah. very much, oh, that's, I know that person. Yeah. And other people are like, what? You know so-and-so? And I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like we work, we came up together or right. like whatever it is. Um, And then, you know, then the jealousy hits in you. Right. I mean, that's the other thing is like. It is. You constantly are doing that thing too, where like you want to you want to maintain your authenticity. Mm -hmm. You want to maintain being a real person and not just being friends with people because of X Y Z. And then sometimes you'll see the other person. Like I have an I'm going to call him an acquaintance, who is someone who I was like very very friendly with. Like I've gone partying with him. I've gone like I went to a club with him. I went to a fashion show with him. You know who I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And he's very fucking famous now yep and if i i don't i will i will i ever text him again Uh, maybe if i go (laughs) i mean this is the thing is like you go you do get to this place where you're like i don't know if i can be friends with that person anymore oh yeah you know like you just kind of go i don't think that there's anything wrong with me i just feel like they got to an echelon now where it's like if i reach out to them are they gonna think i'll go through that like or do they think that I want something from them? Yeah. Like, whatever. And the truth is, I haven't talked to him in a while. And so it so would, would be weird. It'd just it be weird. Be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so you get to this place where you're like, well, I, you know. Yeah. It's just kind of how it is. Guys, this is L.A. This is L.A. life. Uh, you're looking at what it's like to live in the fast city uh, of Los Angeles. I mean, and it's all bullshit, right? Like, it just is. It's really yeah. funny, though, because I've thought about, like, what would be, like, the small town version of it? Like, the town my dad grew up in, in upstate New York, where literally yeah. they had one general store and a gas station, you know? And, like, the biggest things that happened in that town was, like, every year they had a Veterans Day parade, you know? Yeah. I mean, that was, like, a big deal. Yeah. Um, In that, t- I think about, like, what would be the equivalent to that of somebody getting too big, like, big, big, big in that town? I mean, I guess if they left the town and then became the weatherman, <laughs> right? Like if you yeah. saw them on the, I see yeah. him every day telling the weather. Yeah. I can't talk to him anymore. He's the weatherman. Yeah. 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 He's, he's the weather guy. Yeah. It is kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it be like that sometimes. It be like that sometimes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But it's, it is like a uniquely, unique, like big city LA yeah. experience, isn't it? Very much. Um, all right, so we've talked about BB Rexa, we talked about Jonah. Uh, I, on a happy note, even though Jonah Hill has abandoned me with his yes, with this revelation, I guess it's mm-hmm. never going to happen because he's got a child with Look, someone else. Look, I think else. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there: people can change. Perhaps since he sent that text, he's realized the errors of his ways, but yeah. felt no need to ever say anything because he never thought that text would be public. Right. Yes. Also, uh, oh, I want to add <laughs> a little pic bit of therapy wisdom from a strange source okay. that I got. So I was uh, working and I like to have the TV on back in the background. Uh, that's my setup for this, which is I was watching MTV's. Do you remember that show Real Life on MTV? Yes. 
So I love that show. It's on Hulu. Okay. And it is a blast from the past. Um, and one of the episodes was like, I don't trust my partner or something like yes. that. And so uh, this couple goes to therapy. Uh, spoiler, the guy dies after the show aired. And so at the, or like after the show was taped. And so the like follow up for them is her being like, <laughs> so he died. <laughs> Sorry, it's really funny. It's so sad. <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> I know. To make this whole show about I, like, I don't trust him and then just be like, oh, I don't know, he's dead. She's literally like sitting at his, she moved in with his grandmother afterwards. Like the last scene you see the two of them together is like they went to therapy and they were like, we're doing this. We're going to move in together. And yeah. they go and they look at an apartment together and they're like, we're ready to move in in two weeks. Aww. Cut to she's in his grandmother's house. <laughs> Living and look, sleeping in to, his room. Look, as, as someone dealing with grief, I you got to find that is kind of yeah. funny. That uh, is a great cut too. You know what, what I mean? I mean, it's an act you couldn't write a better ending. So, and also, I think for the timing, like early two thousands, yeah. it feels right. Did they say what? How he died? Uh oh, it was really like uh, a, an undiagnosed hernia. Oh my gosh! Yeah, in his intestines. So yeah. Yikes! Totally okay. Totally terrible. But um. So anyway, get your hernias checked, gentlemen. Um, and then <laughs> get your hernias checked. You got a hernia check lately? Yeah, check it. Check it. Um, ba, 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 ba. Oh yeah. So a little, but that couple is at the. They're at therapy. Yeah. And she's the therapist is listening to them talk, and the guy starts to say, "Here's how I feel about things, and here's what I expect." And then the girl says, yeah, but da-da-da-da-da. And the therapist cuts her off. And she's this, like, little old lady with, like, white yeah. perm hair, you know, like, just this little, little, little sweetie. And she's like, he just told you who he is. Yeah. And she's like, so let's not push back on this. She's yeah. like, this is your decision to make. He just Ooh. told you who he is. But hey, if they tell you, yeah. believe him. And I was like, oh, man, how many things... Would we, how many ways and relationships and things would be so much better and we would be better off if we could honestly listen to that advice? I know. Like, right? Like, how many things would just be over the first day? Truly, you yeah. wonder. Oh, well, thanks for telling me who you are. Yeah. I was on a date recently with somebody who told me he has major anger, he used to have major anger <laughs> issues and he's been working on it. And I was like, See you later. Yeah. Like I just was like, oh, okay. Well, thank Ooh. you. What see I'm, that? Yeah. That see that to me that because I know that situation. That's awful. Yeah. That person is awful. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. still watches all my Instagram stories. Oh, by the someone way, someone still got chocolate on their tooth. Mm, I'm saving it. <laughs> saving it. Every anyway. time you go to drink, it shows back up. I love it. <laughs> You're good. It's gone. It's like a gold tooth, but the covered in chocolate. The fat girl. All right, there is the okay. You sent because you sent me a list. There's. Yeah. I really want to know what's up with this Ellen thing. I haven't even googled oh, it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, don't yeah, google yeah, it. Yeah. Don't look at it. It's not a big story, but it's you know it's topical for Gotti Pods. Okay. So, um. Anyway, I did want to say though that like even though Jonah Hill has abandoned me, thank God for Seth Rogen. Okay. Seth Rogen and Platonic. Haven't seen it. Oh God, it's on Apple TV, and he is so hot to me he's dressed like such a fuck boy but like a fuck boy in his 40s which really does it for me okay like yeah oh god he's just like he's like a brewer (laughs) 
Oh my god. Who like I'm wears the biggest eye roll in the world? Yeah, he's got like shirts that are chain stitched and like, uh, you know, like wears like a cute little beaded necklace and I mean, it's, do they fall in love in it? I don't not so far, but okay. I'm not all the way through the first season. So I have been watching a lot of stuff with Platonic, which again, Michelle and Tone are very platonic and uh Survivalithicus. They okay. have a very a very beautiful platonic relationship. Love it. I love I love a good platonic. I love platonic relationships between people of varying genders. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that that whole like men and women can't be friends thing is like I think it's something we need to put to bed. I think there is at some point like there is a little bit of like something sexual that starts out. Oh, I don't know. And then it goes away. I don't know. I see. I I think that there are situations where that can be true. I just think there's different situations. Like my best friend growing up, like from college, my friend Josh in Maryland, uh, who is like he's a very attractive man, and I can say that objectively. I think anybody would look at Josh and be like, "Wow, that's a really attractive man." Yeah. But he and I have never had that like. Ooh, will they yeah. or won't they spark? Like, that's not a thing. But I also think that, so this is not me talking. I promise I'm not talking negative. Okay. I'm talking about reality, which okay. is that I'm safe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm a fat woman. Oh, all right. Right? I get, yes, I understand it. I get that. So, like, I I don't think that there, so that's like a platonic friendship that's always existed um, and his current wife mm-hmm. and I has like certainly never been weird about me yeah. or anything at all. Also, she's like the cutest thing ever. I mean, she's just fucking adorable. But anyway, okay. but I think like that's a relationship where if there was anybody else who thought that that was a thing, it wasn't something that existed in our friendship. OK, fair. So not even the very beginning when you first met. No. When I first met him, he was dating my friend Kate. I met them together. So that might also be part of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess that people have different experiences. Yeah. So you're saying like you've never had a... uh, Because you have so many guy friendships. I do, but I work with a lot of them. But like I can think of friends of yours who I know where I'm like, I don't... I've never heard you talk about them like there ever being like a possible thing between the two of you. Let me think. I'm thinking of my close close guy friends. Yeah. I'm thinking of your your two closest right now from growing up. Well. I mean, one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the eyes of all knowing. I'm thinking of the other one, though. (laughs) The other one. I don't know. Maybe. Well, the other one I met through the other one. This is very complicated. (laughs) You know what? Just whatever. Things are different. Okay. I'm just going to say, it's just, who knows? If it's not, we don't live in a vacuum. All right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I even actually know what that meant in relation to this. But, you know, I think, uh, I don't know. I do think it's possible. But I, I guess we'll I think it's we'll possible see. to have platonic friendships 100%. Yeah. I just sometimes think there's, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like not friends with ugly people, you know? Yeah, there Which it is. Which is fine. Yeah, I have I think literally that's jokingly said that to people. I just friend. don't have any ugly friends. I told that to my friend once in college, <laughs> and she literally has, It's that was 20 years ago, and she still repeats it to me. Oh, yeah. She's like, do you ever remember, do you remember the time you told me when I was telling you I felt ugly that you were like, well, I don't have ugly friends, so knock it off. Yeah. 
I look, hundred percent. I am not Listen. friends with uggos. Okay. Wow. wow. Not friends with them. You know, like makeup has gone has come so far too. So. <laughs> All right, so we've got two more things on the list. One okay. is Ellen DeGeneres' tarot card scandal. What is this? So there's an artist named Adam J. Kurtz okay. who um, has made a decent living from his art that is, you see it all the time, you probably don't even realize it, on social media. It's just like, he has stuff that goes viral a lot, whatever. Okay. So he made a tarot deck. Ellen DeGeneres, uh, it's so funny that her last name has generous in it. Based on this story. <laughs> so she had, I don't know if it still exists or not, but she okay. had one of those subscription boxes. Remember when everyone was doing like the FabFitFun subscription yes, box? So yeah. She had one that was called like Be Kind or something oh, like God. that. I know. the One of the cruelest All the people. people. <laughs> right, exactly. I, okay. You, like, I mean, just, the, I have no idea. I will never be able to fact check these things. But the things that people told just me. Just never believe anybody. I never know. Never believe any any persona that someone puts out, don't believe it. I know, no, it's clean really comics true. are the are the worst people. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And if they're mean and cruel, they're actually probably really fucking nice. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Which is a bummer because you know that's the thing I think of all the time with Joe Rogan is like, oh yeah. Without Joe, uh, a lot of comics would not be getting paid right now for their work. Uh huh, hundred percent. And know? Joe has opened doors for people I know who like literally their life changed mm-hmm. from being on his show. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, the world's a complicated place. Yes. But, um, <laughs> so Ellen asked Adam J. Kurtz uh, if he wanted to include his tarot deck okay. in her Be Kind subscription. Now, let's be clear. It's Ellen's business. Is Ellen DeGeneres herself personally writing an email to him? Probably not. No. I love the thought of her doing also, this. Also, I would not think her demo would be a tarot card demo. Yeah. I would think they would see it and be like, this is the work of the devil. You think? But I then mean, she is gay. Yeah, she's a gay but lady. I think she's a token, but she might be a token. Eh, who can say? It's a really complicated <laughs> world, man. So complicated. <laughs> Um, she, so yeah, so whoever represents Ellen in this case, um, asked him to, if they could include his tarot deck in their subscription box and then they wanted it for free. What? 6,000 tarot decks for free in the subscription box. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Did he, he didn't do no, it. No, of course okay. he didn't do it. And he just put something out about this, and it wasn't even recent. Like he, But he just dropped this bombshell yeah. that, like, this was a thing that happened. And I was just thinking to myself, like, I, it, this is, again, one of those things where it's so interesting. It's like people are just, you have, like, a slow Exposure. news day. You're like, today's the day. Today's the day. But it's like, you know what it is? I guess the theme, the theme of this episode is, why did that drop? Right. <laughs> Yes. This is a, why. Right. Why did we do this? Why but, did that? What, what's the context? Yes. But also, nobody's dragged Ellen in a while. and Yeah. Eh. Well, I mean. I'm not even judging him for it. It was just one of those things where I was like, I don't even know why we're doing this today. Yeah. But here we are. First, I mean, man. Yeah. Just That's just crazy to like expect that from an artist. It's insane. It is. It really it's is. It's insane. And so many people will do anything for exposure. So they're probably used to it. They are. They are. I mean, it's it's really interesting because I think there's so many 
uh, there are so many people who will be like, all right, I'm just going to figure it out. But like, yeah. it's it's ridiculous. It's honestly unconscionable that we live in this thing where art is it's like expected that people will just give shit away for free in mass quantities I like, mean that's what social media is that's it all we've <sighs> we've gotten so right. used to just giving this shit away for free think about the news I'll admit okay this was a moment I had this morning where I was okay. like uh oh what we've, happened? We've entered an unethical space. Oh, no. So I went to read a story from Washington Post. I don't even remember what the story was about. It was really early in the morning. And I went to read the story, and it was behind a paywall. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's probably on their Instagram. I'm just going to go look for it. <laughs> 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 and it was. And then I didn't have to pay for it because they had the information on Instagram. Well, here, you know, the thing is this, is, this is why sometimes I'm like, yeah, I think that fascism is going to win because they pay for things Mm -hmm. we don't pay for anything you know what there's something they they're they're paying 50 bucks to go see roseanne barr oh my god in her pigtails be fucking weird meanwhile like trying to get anyone to pay five bucks to go to like an lgbtq comedy show is like they all have to be free we all have to like be like well here's a tip jar yep it's like ins- it's insane. They'll they'll pay. Can we also talk about the like get the cancellation to Yellow Brick Road to money on the far right pipeline because it is real. Oh yes. Like Louis CK, his audience was so left. Yes. Yes, and he's got a total like right wing. Right. And I'm going to put in libertarian in there too. Libertarian. Yeah. River, 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 Libertarian <laughs> is a right wing libertarian. <laughs> yes. A libertarian. Yeah. Um, yeah the, the, yes. I mean, all of them, yeah. all of them, the minute you cancel them, then that's when they pull, pull their pocketbooks yeah. and say, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to show that I will not stand for cancellations. Mm-hmm. With my wallet, and we don't do that. We don't speak with our wallet, which right. is crazy. I mean, there's still there are still people who will eat at a Chick Fil A mm-hmm. and then go to a Pride Parade. Are you right. fucking kidding me? Also, controversial, but I I think correct opinion. Have you had a Chick Fil A sandwich? It's not good. It doesn't have anything on it. No, it's a plain fucking chicken sandwich. You're paying for a big chicken nugget. With because pickles pr- on it occasionally. Sometimes a pi- it has a pickle. It doesn't yeah. have lettuce or tomato. It's a dry sandwich. Yeah. White people. Yeah. You guys. It's that's that's Jesus's chicken sandwich. You're e- Jesus's chicken. I that's don't, white Jesus's listen, chicken sandwich. It's right. It's white Jesus. It's white if Jesus, Jesus were to come down today, he'd be like, y'all. Yeah. Popeyes well, he, is he'd so probably much be like, better. Where's hummus? Where's the hummus? Yeah. Yeah. Where? I want to see. Oh wow! Okay, I've got a show idea. We're gonna okay. workshop it after this. It's about Jesus. Okay. Anyway, um, is it cooking with Jesus? It's never existed before, <laughs> dickheads. Um, yeah, no, I just it's it's so silly to me. Like I just yeah. Anyway, sorry, I got distracted by chicken sandwiches. <laughs> um, we have one more thing. Okay. This is actually a question we got from a former guest of ours. Okay, Evan, Tom Cruise impersonator. Okay, love Evan. Tom Cruise is back in the headlines yep. recently. Saving cinema. Is he? Yeah. Talk to us about it. Oh, he's just encouraging people to go to the movies. Him and his ex-wife, Nicole Kidman. Correct. Just being like, go to the movies, oh everybody. Oh, my God. Nicole Kidman in those... Every time that commercial comes up, I'm just like, oh, I can't, I can't, can't we fast forward? <laughs> Where's the fast forward button? 
Um, wouldn't it be great if there was one person in the audience who could hit the fast forward button every time? That would that, be great. Oh, that'd be so great. One person gets that power and they get to decide the fate of the entire theater. <laughs> no, that we're day. sitting through it, everybody. That's right. And you don't know who it is, but you have to buy everybody's yeah. buying each other snacks just in case. Like, <laughs> um, so okay. Evan wants to know what our thoughts are on this. Will Tom Cruise join the strike? It's a big question hanging has in the air he, right well, now. Okay, has he been promoting his movie? Well, it's unclear. I don't think he's been promoting his movie. I do not think that Tom Cruise will cross the picket line. I don't think he would. But I do wonder. So the big question looming right now is that Fran Dresch, Fran Dresch, Fran, Fran Drescher. Wow, that's a harder one than you think it is. Fran it's like Drescher. rural. <laughs> Fran rural Drescher. Yeah. Um Everybody is expecting her to pull out more of these A-listers to join. Like back when the WGA strike happened previously, not even the SAG strike, but but when the previous WGA strike happened, all these A-listers showed up in support. This was before social media, so maybe that plays a role. Mm, Yes, me in 2007. Or, yeah, or I guess there was social media, but it was was MySpace. It was like child's play compared to today. Oh, huh. Bring, oh, you know innocent, what? beautiful, Nostalgia, innocent times. Man. Oh, God. Um, okay. So we have not seen A-listers join the strike the same way this time. I think that they are silent. Most of them are silently joining. Yeah. I also wonder if they just were not prepared yeah. to, to strike. And it's really possible. Like, huh. So they're probably right now figuring out their shit because... Yeah. At, and I think this is something that happened recently, and it probably didn't happen in 2007. So many actors have production companies now. Mm. So they are mm-hmm. fucked double the true. same way. That's true. Right? So they had to stop their productions before, mm-hmm. and now they really got to stop their productions. Yeah. So I think that there's probably the A-listers right now are scrambling, trying to figure some shit out. Yeah. But I think there has been support from A-listers. It's just like, which ones do people want to hear from? Uh, Yeah, and I guess Tom Cruise would be the one. It's funny to me, actually, to talk about people like Tom Cruise as being an A-lister. He is, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I also feel like this is a very millennial slash Gen Xer perspective. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, like, do, does Gen Z, I don't know the answer to this, does Gen Z, does Gen Alpha even perceive Tom Cruise? I think they do. I think they they do? I think they perceive him probably the same way that we, um, like, perceived, um, oh my God, what's his name from the 70s, Burt Reynolds? Oh. I, I would love to perceive right like him. we all he was part of the zeitgeist <laughs> but we weren't like when's the new Burt Reynolds movie coming no, out like we're right, just like oh right. yeah Burt Reynolds is a thing um, I think side note I yeah. uh uh Burt Reynolds uh younger version uh Tom Selleck beautiful his, oh god I perceived that man from I like have the birth. Per- I, I'm perceiving the magnet on my fridge right now oh okay? my god from birth that uh. man Beautiful. I don't want to know anything about his political <laughs> views. I'm pretty sure they're awful. But oh, when I was a child, even that, I was, was, the like, guy. Well, that was the guy. Well, I know exactly why, and you're not going to like the reason why. Because he looks like my dad. Yep, there you go. Yep, I know. 
therapy later. Well, you don't think Al Pacino doesn't look like an Italian? I mean, your Come dad. On. Yeah, I know. I saw young photos of my dad recently and was like, oh, no. If like, I posted uh, any of these, all my friends would be like, your dad's so hot. And I'd feel so uncomfortable <laughs> about it. He would love it. He would love it. I love it. Anyway. Oh, man. To be old. But yeah. I feel like um, with the A-listers today is it's just, yeah, it's just it's different they're all probably very very like this has not happened before Mm -hmm. where it's been a double strike before not in a long time not in a long time like 60 years or something like that 1960 was the last time it happened yeah and I also too I think that now there are other revenue streams like social media and Mm -hmm. brand deals Mm -hmm. that maybe they don't need to have so much fire in their butts to do it I also wonder if it's some of the, it's that kind of thing too, where it's like I want to be out there, but I don't want to make like a big scene about it because yeah. then it's me being perceived as like attention grabbing. Yeah, but I've seen. Okay, who have I seen? I saw. Well, I saw Michelle Buteau was out. Angel. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I would call her an A lister. Sure. Um, she has a show, so I think that counts. Yeah. Um, she has multiple shows. Yeah. When yeah. Does she, she. When does she not have a show? She's great. Um, let me think. Who else has have we seen out and about? Um, some other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know I have seen famous. I saw famous people with the WGA. Is Matt Damon out? I'm sure he was the Damester. Some... Yeah, that sounds right. He got super misquoted. Oh, recently oh, no. they were like he doesn't support it, but it was like he did support That's it. That's such bullshit. There's no planet that I would believe that Matt Damon doesn't. Hundred percent, Matt it. Damon supports us. He's an angel. Yes. If he if I find out he's not an angel, it's gonna be a Jonah Hill moment for me. <laughs> I don't even have a crush on him. I just Look, think he's from he, Boston. He'd be prepared to be disappointed. Oh, man. At some I just point. don't want to know. I just think I'm just like in my head we would be friends. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, it's just people like that. He would be my platonic friend. No, yeah. I try to fuck him. Well, Jenny, who would you like to see at the picket line? At the pickup line, pickup line. At the pickup line, who would pick-up you like line? to wait? Wait, who would you like to pick up at the pickup? Pick-up uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Of course, you hundred percent. Yeah. Lynn, if you're listening, hello. Lydia um, Lynn. I'd like to see Lynn. I would like to see. Um, I think more like uh, some more A-list comedians too, mm, like. Right. Like um, and we don't I'm not even suggesting that any of these people haven't been there because I just don't know. I'm not watching their attendance. I would like to see um, what's her name from Veep. Julia. Yeah, I'd love to see her. She should be out there. Um, And again, we don't I don't know if they have or haven't. Yeah. Right. Um, I would like to see some Julia Roberts out there. Oh, yeah. I'd like to see a Timothy Chalamet out there. I'd like to see the whole Roberts family out there together. Yeah. Julia, Eric, the other one. Um, I would like to see some. I'm sure that. No, you know, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, I think have already been out. Yeah. For WGA. Yeah. I would like to see Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah. And Killian Murphy both come out and do full monologues of their new movies to the WGA and SAG Striker. <laughs> I think that'd be movie promotion, so they can't oh, do it. Right. Well, what if they're not promoting it? They're just performing it. I think it would still, because okay, they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. performing and they're using writers. What if instead of that, they perform <laughs> their own version of Barbenheimer? I'm just saying it would be cute. My God, the Barbenheimer is such an eye roll. I'm sorry. I get it. It's getting people out to the movies. I love it. It's it's getting the 
the zeitgeist. It's we're in it. It's great. Let's fucking do it. But also, yeah. I, I I I loved Barbie. I loved it. I know, but I it cried. is a giant commercial. It is. It is, and it isn't, and it is. I cried twice. Um, but okay, that's cute. There's an awareness about Barbie that I think is hard. To, that's like a very smart, like, yeah, fascinating approach to writing. Yeah, but also you know it's making but the right still. really pissed. Uh, and I love that. Yeah, stick it right up it? their ass. What did it say? Stick um, that Barbie um, right up their ass bizarrely what is it anti-man have you seen the no. this quote going around no. oh, someone quoted it as babies. like it's um uh um something bizarre and anti-man <laughs> i will i have to find it i have to find it i, I will i'll cut this at the end um oh i just got asked to do a show sweet um i got asked to do mushrooms during this i just ooh, want you to know that really yeah i don't it's i a, went to go I, I need to find this something bizarre whatever you know what who cares yeah i'm doing a show saturday now everybody so oh where <laughs> is it show salty as fuck where is it um at the improv at the improv yes saturday saturday okay thursday i'll be at peacock can we just say it's the hollywood improv the Hollywood Improv, yes. It's at the Hollywood. Not everybody knows your insider oh, yeah, sorry, comedy the language. Okay. But I'm going on a big tour. Let's, yeah, it's we're an hour and a half in. Well, it's, it's time to wrap up. Let's get out um, of here. It's I, been a while. I'm doing a big tour. Yeah, you are. You're yeah. going to Europe. Going to Europe, yeah. So yeah. you and I got to get a couple more in the can. I know. I leave we for really two do. months. Well, we did go an endless number of months without uh, another episode. Our last episode was about vaginas. That so. is true. Yeah, that is true. Um, so you know, was that pre-death yes. or post-death? Oh, it was pre. Okay, yeah, I don't yeah. think I did anything post-death. You did not do anything. <laughs> this is your first one post-death. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. So uh, everybody go see Jenny's show this Saturday at the Improv. Yeah. And then also check out her website for tour information. She's going yeah. all over I'm Europe. Going to Where Europe. else are you going? Uh, I just booked Lisbon. And are you going to um, back to Vegas at any point? In end of last week of September, I will okay. be at the Rio, which uh, there's been a video going around about how shitty it is. Yes, it is shitty, but they are doing a $300 million renovation currently. Yeah. The new rooms are supposed to look like a mid-century modern Ipanema Ooh, vibe to it. Love which, it. Pretty nice. I'm not yeah. going to lie. They're pretty nice. But um, also right now you can get rooms for like some, ins- I mean, it's like $8 yeah, a night. Yeah, but also resort fees. Well, that's the yeah. thing. That's how they get you. Resort fees. They do get and, you on the resort you know, fees. One pool is closed. Okay? okay, she was like, "Oh, the po- one pool is closed." Okay, <laughs> all right. Can you still do the lazy river though? There, no, there was never a lazy river there. Oh, that's somewhere else. Yeah. All right. Well, I have miss. <laughs> I've been misinformed. <laughs> anyway, okay. So you can see you at the Comedy Cellar in last Las Vegas, week of September. <laughs> last week of September, yes. you've got your European tour. I got. We got D- San Diego. We got Tampa. We got. New York City. We got London. We got Edinburgh. We got Lisbon. We got Berlin. We got Hamburg. We got Porto. I think that's it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't have a tour, but I would love to talk to. I'm putting this little angel in the air. It is something that we talk. We like talk about every once in a while, and then mm-hmm. we never do it. And I think now's the time because shit's getting weird. Uh, gaudy positive merch. 
Love it. So I'm working on the thing. I like went and went back to the place that I was thinking we might do it through before. They're still doing stuff. In fact, they've even expanded. So I think we're going to have a gaudy positive store finally. It would be through print all over me, which is slow fashion, meaning you would order it and don't expect it right away. But it's all cut and sewn right there in their factory, like made to order. And there's lots of different options. And you one day, my friends, could have something on it that says gaudy positive. I love it. So it's coming. We have to make money. Can I say we did get a shout out from the podcast I did with Jamila Jamil? No. But she said body positive. Well, fucking canceled. (laughs) Listen, Jamila Jamil, if you can't talk about fat people correctly, then she's come one, on she's our show. She's one of our biggest supporters. I think she's fucking great. Tell her to come on Gotti Positive. I'd love to talk to her. I actually really love her. I, I really love do. her. I'm like, I'm like, I got on that podcast. Can I get on the other? Can I get on the other one, the I Way? Haven't heard it yet. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see. Put but it out there. Um, wow, what a time. What a time. Time has flown by. All right, we'll get another one in the can before yeah. I fly away, and I will be getting a travel microphone, Ooh. a little travel one, so we can do some abroad. I want it to be one of those tiny ones that people hold up to chihuahuas when they fart. I think, I mean, I think that's just like a... I know. <laughs> but they're so cute. They're they like tiny little cute. ice cream cones. They are. Little dog fart microphones. Well, thanks, okay. everyone. Keep farting. Keep farting. It's good for you. Yep. Everybody fart. Bye. You would die if you didn't. Positive. 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 Positive.